When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Alex Rampernard Rasmussen and Andy Rampernard. And my lovely wife should be here, but she's not here yet, so what are you going to do? And Ralph is in Turks and Caicos or somewhere. I don't know where the hell he is. He's somewhere. Somewhere. Anyway, we'll be back. Kick things off with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Dougie, what's new at my favorite Nissan stores? Well, now that everybody's back from vacation, we can finally get to work. Yeah, easy there, gunpowder. Hey, at least you only took a week. Jayla was gone darn near a whole month. Poor Dan Rush. Anyway, we got some great things happening at Coon Rapids Nissan and Walzer Nissan in Burnsville. Read this, and you can add that cool DJ voice if you want to. It's 2020 closeout month at Burnsville and Coon Rapids Nissan. Giant discounts in 0% for 60 months on all remaining 2020s. You also get Walzer Care, a 10-year, 150,000-mile powertrain warranty for free. Ah, music to my ears. I love the sound of a good DJ in the morning. But wait, there's more. For the first time ever, you can get 0% for 60 months on the all-new 2021 Rogue. The 2021 Rogue is bigger, better, and faster than ever before. For more information on 0% interest on all these great vehicles, check out Coon Rapids Nissan and Walzer Nissan at Burnsville and tell them Tommy sent you. I'll just cut out the last bit. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, president at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a community bank based right here in the Twin Cities, we believe in taking the time to get to know our customers and their businesses. And part of that is hiring and cultivating a team of experienced lenders 
When your business banks with us, you're not training in a new, inexperienced banker. In fact, our bankers have worked with many of the same customers for years, earning their trust. We get to know you and your business, and you get to know and rely upon us. When your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or solve a problem, we'll be here to help you. Tom here. I know Brad and Mike, and I trust that with my banking, they've personally delivered on everything they've just said. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Holy God, Andy, somebody sent me... Um, you know, when you, when you uh, are searching for something, you go to Google, Chrome, or whatever you go to, and you enter a couple of words. Mm-hmm. Well, yesterday, Andy and I, uh, Andy came in and engineered a deal where I appeared on Frank's speech, which is Mike Lindell's new deal. Did a little interview with him there, and, uh, <clears throat> or he interviewed me, I guess. And we had a pretty good time. So I just kind of, I typed in Frank's speech. Frank Speech, Frank Speech app, Frank Speech social media, Frank Speech sign up, frankspeech.com login, Frank Speech app iPhone, Frank Speech launch, Frank Speech app download, and Frank Speech Reddit. Wow. Yeah. They got it kind of covered there. So what do you think, Andy? What do you think of the whole deal? I mean, I didn't really participate. Well, I know, but you like the idea. I think it could work. It's hard to say. Yeah, I think it'll be really good. Oh my God. They got a picture of Mike Lindell. They got three pictures, one in Newsweek, one in Insider, and one in The Independent. The only picture where he doesn't look like a raving lunatic is in The Independent. The Insider and Newsweek mm-hmm. both make him look like a psycho. Sounds about right. <laughs> so, Alex, yesterday we were on, uh, mm-hmm. uh-oh, yeah, they're already going after him. Um, Frank, uh, plagued by launch issues as Parler returns to Apple. So, yeah, you know, they're going to launch it when they're going to launch it. So, uh, they, whatever works. I don't know what they're going to do, but I, I just... Um, I, so, explain something to me, Andy. If Frank's speech hasn't been law, uh, launched, how did they get 63 million people yesterday? I have no idea what he was talking about there, to be honest. <clears throat> I mean... Maybe they did. I don't know. I mean, you can go there and you can watch the live video. Oh, so anyone it, can, but it hasn't officially been launched for like public use yet. Oh, I thought they weren't going to do that till the end of this week anyway. I think they aren't. That's what I heard. But yeah, I had a really good time on there, and you know, Mike is a friend of mine, so I support him. Uh, do we agree on everything? Of course not. But there are a lot of people. You know, Walter Mondale died in, in uh, at ninety three, and. And there are a lot of things I disagreed with Walter Mondale on and a lot of things he didn't like about me. But, you know, when the vice president dies, um, you should honor them because they are the vice, former vice president of the United States, former state, uh, excuse me, United States senator from the state of Minnesota. Uh, and what I'd like to, to offer up is an idea that just because some people don't agree with you, you don't have to hate them. You know, it's just that's how the deal goes. There are some people that I really like. I agree with hardly anything they think. But they're still my friend because, you know, just because we have different political views. What do you guys think about that? You're at, you know, 32, 34 years old. What do you what do you think of that whole deal? Disliking someone just because of their political views. Seems pretty popular. Yeah, but you have no power 
Uh, you know, I have a talk show. I mean, you guys are on a talk show, so I guess you do have some power. But the average person, no matter what their political views are, they have no other than the vote. That's their one power, and that's an American right. So I, I, why would you get so upset? That's what I don't get. I think for a lot of people, it's just, you know, disagreeing with the things that are really important to you makes the difference. Not necessarily, like... And sometimes that's religion and sometimes it's political views right, and sometimes because right. a lot of the time political views goes along with moral views for some people, you know, so they think if you don't believe in this, you're just not a good person because I think this is what matters most out of everything. So how is it that they can they can believe that? And then destroy people's lives by with cancel culture. How can they do both? If you're trying to do the right thing, how can you ruin, once again. Oh, because like I said, they believe that if you don't uh, think that these things are the most important, then you're just a bad person. And you deserve to be canceled. I can't be around you. It's like, I mean, think about anything. Like, abortion. Okay, mm-hmm. so, right. <clears throat> say I'm... I don't even want to put myself in the situation. Right no, now. so somebody else. Sarah is... Sarah pro-abortion everyone should get an abortion for free as much as they want right it's it is health care it is a woman's right whatever well health care is not free i all right never mind this is sarah talking okay this is sarah different person talking and then there's julie that believes you know conception is when the baby yeah is like that's the start of the human being and if you get an abortion you are murdering a baby and like these two women are never going to agree on this or even try to see where the other one's coming from because they feel so strongly for their reasons because maybe sarah was raised in a house that you know constantly talked about how great abortions were and julie was raised in a house that if you get an abortion you go to hell and you burn with satan for all eternity you know and so those things are burned into their brains and into their just who they are and so they're never going to try and see where the other person's coming from because they're like this is just the way it is and if you don't agree with me you're wrong and bad so I don't agree with either one of them. Yeah. I think you do what you do. What you believe is what you believe. I don't believe strongly in either side of that issue. Yeah. First of all, because I'm not a woman, so I suppose I would have a different view of it. But also, as a father of two and and all that, I, I just I don't understand having such strong feelings. Here, and here's my deal. You want to take me out, that's fine. But why do you have to do it to my wife, my son, and my daughter, too? <laughs> oh my God, she said. Well, it's no, just, it just happened again. The people are wiping everybody out and turning their back on their own people, acting in a filthy manner. I mean, I think a lot of people are more like try to be. It's again, it's the loud minority. Yeah, it's the vocal it is. minority. There we go. That's right, what I was trying to think of. Right. It's the people that need to scream their opinions from the top of every roof they can find. And that you need to know exactly what is right and wrong because they said so. Like, those people exist, yes. But I think a lot of the time, people are more moderate or try to just understand where the other person's coming from or mm-hmm. see their side or just say, 
this is right for me, it might not be for you. Right, exactly. That's my exact point. Which is a great way to be. But there's always going to be the extremes that need to, you know, stand outside of a Planned Parenthood and throw blood or red paint on people or, you know, whatever. But I I don't really understand why they get into it so much that they will destroy someone. I don't get that. I think a lot of it is, you know, if you're raised in a family where your entire life you're told... This is the way it is, and if you think differently, you're wrong. Just you're in, from birth. This is just how something was discussed in your home. But we never did that. No, like you, no, no. You go. But, you guys made up your own minds on what you believe. Yeah, and there, but there are people that are raised yeah. in homes yeah. where it's like, and I know, you know, it's like, I think, think about your parents, mom and dad. They were raised in very Catholic, like. Heavy Catholicism was very common when they were children. Yeah. And so a lot of that stuff is still happening today of just like the heavy Catholicism because that's just how most people were. And it was like abortion's wrong, gay marriage is wrong, divorce is wrong, all this stuff. And so that was kind of just how things went for a long time. But now everything, you know, everything's always a pendulum. And so now it's swinging completely the other way. Like, you know, polyamorous, everyone get an abortion every day if you want to. Like, because that's just how things, like, oh, well, this was this way for so long and it clearly is horrible because look, so we have to go the exact opposite direction. And it's like, no, actually, (laughs) obviously it would be better if people found a middle ground and tried to understand both sides. But people just just tend to go to the extremes for some reason because people are sheep people and are i sheep. also think that, that people are i think that people are really emotional about these things yeah like i tried to have a conversation with somebody that i really respect and like as a person but she is very very liberal she did not grow up in a liberal household she grew up in a very i think conservative and she said to me that her parents are racists which maybe she called they are. her own parents. Maybe racist. they are. Maybe yeah. they are. I don't Boy, know. That it would take something. I, who knows? <laughs> Could be. And so she was like, I just feel so sick about the fact that I grew up in this household where we talked about black people the way that we did. And I just feel so guilty and horrible. And I was trying to talk to her about the Dante Wright stuff. Because she posted something that I was like, I don't really agree with the delivery of this. And then we were kind of, we kind of got in, like, tensions got a little high. Oh, yeah. Which is not what I meant to do at all. But I think she was so upset about what happened to Dante Wright. And I was upset about what happened to him, too. But we were coming from different perspectives. But since we were both upset by this man being killed... It just didn't come off right, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that that's the case with a lot of these things, is people just have a lot of emotions. They don't even understand what they're feeling, but they feel like they just need to express something. In my opinion, the problem we have is that you can't have two feelings on a subject or think two thoughts about a subject. You have to think only this way. Or not even be sure how you feel about it. Yeah. You know, with the Dante Wright thing, at first I was like, I don't know, like, he shouldn't have run, maybe? Like, but she shouldn't have had a, like, you know, all these, I was like, I'm not really, I don't know. It took me, like, 
a week or so to actually understand no, it's where well, I it's am on still it. still hard to understand it at all. Well, yes, it's not easy to understand, but I understand how I feel about yeah, it now. Right. But I think, but it took like five, six days for me to come to, okay, this is where I'm at. Right. Well, if, if people could stop jumping on the misinformation bandwagon. That would be good. The first thing yeah. that's tweeted out about something, yep. that would be very helpful. If they would just cool it for a day or two to find out what's actually going on. Well, there's a prime example of that is that Officer, officer Sicknick. Sicknick. Uh, yeah, Officer Sicknick is the guy, the cop who died at the Capitol and CNN and CNBC oh. and all these stations said he was murdered because somebody beat him with a fire extinguisher. They still say it. It's wrong. He died of natural causes. They I'm not trying to defend it. anybody here. I, I do not think you should ever rush the capital of the United States of America. You had no business doing that. So I'm not defending them. But what I am saying is these news services are using us and our misery to make money, which really pisses me off. They, they put us at Ill, Ill at ease so they can make more money. Go, oh, well, I'll go buy that because they support... He died of a stroke. He died of natural causes. He, was, he had no abrasions, either internal or external. It was all a lie, a flat-out lie. And yet this man's family had to go through that here and over and over again, how somebody beat him to death with a fire extinguisher. What are you doing? I know. Well, and that's the thing, like, with the Dante Wright thing. It was like, okay, yeah. he was pulled over for an air fresher. No, he wasn't. It was expired tabs. He <clears throat> had a warrant out for his arrest because he smoked one joint and was caught and pled guilty and then was charged, you know, like $120 or something and then went into collections and then the warrant came out for his arrest. Actually, that's not what happened. He was, the warrant out for his arrest was with because he had a gun and he ran from the police in June. You know, there's all these... Oh, see, I didn't even know that, that he ran from the police in June. Yeah, he had an unregistered firearm and ran oh. from the police. So he had two charges or whatever. That's why there was a warrant. So that's yeah. why there was a warrant. But there's this huge thing going out, going out around Instagram that it's like he smoked one joint and was oh, God. charged and he pled guilty. <laughs> and which probably if happened. If you plead guilty, you don't get a warrant. No, no, but he was charged. But he was charged for that one. He did, and he pled guilty. But he was charged like one hundred and thirty dollars or something for that. And then that went into collections. Apparently, oh, I yeah. still don't think you get a warrant for one hundred thirty dollars in collections. I, I have no idea. I have no I'm, idea. But that's not what the warrant so. was for, as far as I can tell. It was for. Well, warrants are issued. Yeah. By a. Judge, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So a warrant basically says, go get this guy because, yes. you know, he's yeah. skipping bail or whatever. Mm -hmm. A judge wouldn't, unless there was something else, like they suspected the person of, oh, Officer Dave's calling in. I from bet he knows. I understand. Would from know. what I understand, he didn't knows. show up for his hearing. <clears throat> That's what I Yeah, because believed. of the charge, because of the gun and the running from the police, yeah. I think. All right, Officer Dave, what do you got? Uh oh. Oh no. Oh, I guess. Oh, and, here we go. Go. and call again. Well, Bill call mind. back. Did so is something going on in Minneapolis? Has anybody heard anything? Something's gonna go on. Why? What do you? What do you think? Well, there were just a lot of people that looked like possible protesters. Where? Speeding up 
100. Like, oh, up 100, fast, yeah. Fast, fast. 100 is yeah. always like that. Like, really? crazy Literally fast. every like, day. cars full of people. Yeah, it doesn't matter. All, every day, all the time. That's how 100 is now. Oh. It I feel just, like they're probably... Everyone's going 90 miles per hour. Oh, Andy. Uh, Did 90, you hear what Fry said? Absolutely. What who said? Oh, Mayor Fry. Fry. Our mayor. Did you hear what he said? No. You no say, matter what the outcome of, of the trial, we know that he was murdered yep. by the cop. Why would you say that? Seriously, these people are they trying are to get people killed. Are they trying to also get him off on an appeal? Well, yeah, that's the thing is he's going to get off on an appeal if he if, fi- if he gets that. found Between guilty. Between Max, Maxine Waters yeah. and Mayor Fry, he's got all kinds of reasons. It's just yeah, he has that like seventeen avenues of appeal now because these Ugh. scumbags why, won't shut the yeah, hell why up. Why can't these politicians stay out of? Everybody else's business. Because they make money. Oh. I mean, it's literally they make money off of, off of it. Now he'll he'll probably get tons of donations from doing that. All right. Oh, we got to endorse him. Dave's back, I think. Hello. Officer Dave. Da da. Hey. <laughs> Hello, family. How are you? Marvelous. How are you? Not worse, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the law can be issued for anything. Of any kind, any kind of, you don't pay your tickets, you don't show up for the judge, you don't do this, you don't, you know, you don't wipe your butt the right way. A warrant can be issued for just about anything. Oh, so there you go. I did well, not it know. It can that. be, but would a judge issue a warrant for $130 of a speeding ticket or whatever she said? It it has happened, yes. Um, those, are the, those are the ones that, you know, the borough is usually like 50 bucks, here you go, here's your court date. You know, and you release them right away. The, the level of the crime increases what happens when you're found to have a warrant. Okay, now my understanding, completely my understanding only, was that Devante had a gross misdemeanor warrant for illegal weapons possession and free right. police. So, that being said, that's a you're going to jail warrant. That level of crime. Mm-hmm. All right? And then a felony is obviously the same thing. You're going to jail. Because you can't trust you to not be on your own. Right. So, that being said, the way I understand it is he had a gross misdemeanor warrant. That's what they were taking him into custody for. And that's what it was all about. We appreciate but the call. Be- no problem. So, how to. Just because you're a cop, what do you know about the law? Thank you very much. Great to be here. Who are you to say what is and isn't right? Do you to say? Nobody does anyway, so just wish you guys any Exactly. Thanks a lot, pal. Have a good day. Thank you, guys. Love you. Take care. Bye. You too, pal. Look, again, I'm not, you know, happy about any of this stuff that happened, but I just would warn people everywhere, do not run from the police. Nothing good can come of it. Well, and here's the thing. You can say he shouldn't have run from the police and not agree with what happened. Right. Like, exactly. Just because you exactly say he shouldn't right. have run yeah, even police. Walt, who grew one ball and said that the other day. Yeah, he? Like, yeah he finally he, said something. That he grew a testicle? He grew, one, he grew a half, maybe a half of one. I don't know if he can. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I feel like if you say, like, oh, he had a warrant out for his arrest, then it's just like, well, he shouldn't have been murdered. It's like, I never That's said that said. I think that. Yeah, like, because you, the common whoa. denominator in a lot of these police shootings seem to be resisting arrest. Yeah, so you don't want to do so, that. So... It, let's take that out of the equation. 
I mean, if you really think you have a 50-50 <clears throat> chance of being killed by an officer every single time you leave your house, then let's, let's weigh it in the right way, which would be to not get shot by resisting arrest. You guys want to move to Wyoming? <laughs> there are no people there. Should we move to Wyoming? I what do you think? I really do want to get out of this state. I I'm know, telling you, I hate it so much. <laughs> what you just told me, he might get off because of what... Well, I think well, well, they were appeal. sequestered. They were sequestered at, when he said that. I do believe. Well, it doesn't matter. He might get off. Who? <clears throat> Chauvin. Chauvin. Get off? Like he does? He won't he's not get gonna be off. Charged that's, with not, anything? that's not what an appeal is. An, yeah. Yeah. It'll be a retrial. No, they, they, the judge already said there was no mistrial because of what Maxine Waters did. Right, that's what he said. Yeah. He could have probably said. Well, but he then he later been. said that. But he, he basically said what she did. Gives the process or the defense, defense. an avenue for, um, for appeal. Uh, appeal. Yeah. Right, it's exactly, and it's true. Why are they doing this? I don't understand. Why? What is Al Sharpton? Well, Al Sharpton apparently is delivering the eulogy for Dante right next week or this week. I think it is. Oh, he's. Uh, there's been a lot of stuff on Twitter sphere about him hopping into his private jet. Yep. Oh yeah, Naturally. he owes like five million dollars yeah. to the government, mm-hmm. but he's got a private jet. Five million dollars at Al Sharpton. I think he still does. He did for years. Oh, the oh the IRS five million. You and I'd be in prison mm-hmm. by the oh, way. Oh my God, oh, yeah. we'd be in prison for a long time. We'd be in prison, but oh, not him God. though. Oh no, that's a whole different. People are such cowards. They're afraid of someone because of their skin color. I mean, come on. What? Because you're white, it makes you this, and a black it makes you that. I mean, humans are like human. I said, you you can and one another thing. You can be for racial justice. Mm-hmm. And not be a pig. I agree. And not try to hurt other people to get racial Doesn't justice. Doesn't seem you can, because yeah, name you can one do person that. who is. <laughs> well, that's true. You know, name one. There probably are plenty of people, I, I would think that a lot of uh, ethnic churches are working for racial justice. Yeah. Feeding people, helping people, job training programs, all that kind of stuff that actually elevates people. No, you just post things on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, post it on Instagram. That's post it what on Twitter. truly helps. <laughs> Absolutely. It matters. I'm taking credit again. I told you eight, nine years ago that digital was going to destroy the world, and it is doing it. And you cannot let morons. Well, here's the I've thing. I've been saying for 10 there. years that Minneapolis just can't wait to be Detroit. No, no they're, they're marching. They're, they're running towards it now. They are there now. was a slow march, and now, right. it's a, now it's a sprint. You are 100% right about that. It just makes me very... You know what? we got to close the segment with a few laughs. That's what we got to do because it's such a such a, yeah, severe... Well, we, we can be grateful that we're not under a blanket of snow like Kansas City. Yeah, Kansas City and all the way up through Iowa. Utah's been Yeah, everybody's getting of loads of snow and it's not us for a switch. Just got a text message from a listener listening to the show right now who says, I already told you that Walls was a dildo. <laughs> Real nice. Hi, Joe. <laughs> oh, how'd you know it was Joe? <laughs> how would you know it's Joe or not? Just tell. Just tell. It's your very quick guess. That was your. <laughs> that was your guess on this whole deal. That's hilarious that she guesses who it is. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Well, let me get to a couple of things before we. T- well, you know what? We'll take a break. We'll come back with a couple of things when Timmy Lammers joins us the next uh, next segment with the family. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. Well, he didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Now Mike has done it again by introducing his new My Slippers. Mike has taken over two years to develop. The My Slippers are designed to wear indoor and outdoor all day long. 
Made with MyPillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue and made with quality leather suede. For a limited time, Mike is offering 40% off his new My Slippers. The My Slippers are so comfortable, you'll want to get some for the whole family, which is what we did. Call 1 800 516 5146 or use promo code TOM, of course. 1 800 516 5146. Use promo code TOM or go to mypillow.com. Click on the radio listener square and use promo code TOM. You'll also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including. The Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Call 1-800-516-5146. Use promo code TOM. Dan Chesky is here from Dan's Southside Marine to talk boats in February. 2021 is all about boat inventory or the lack thereof. Dan's has what you're looking for in the color and model you want. So get in and take advantage of the factory incentives and discounts February offers. Why should our listeners shop for a fishing boat at Dan's Southside Marine? We have the latest models on display, like the new Revolution. It features rotational seating from Premier Marine and the new Lumacraft FSX crossover fishing ski. Both are getting tons of attention and grabbing sales from the competition. Dan's Southside Marine is packed with pontoons from Avalon, Berkshire, and Premier with all the rebates and incentives we mentioned at the top. Get the family out this weekend and come see these amazing pontoons. And be sure to ask about custom-rigged Alumacraft fishing boats this weekend at Dan's Southside Marine during our February open house. Dan's Southside Marine, six blocks west of 35W on 98th Street in Bloomington. Shop online at dansouthsidemarine.com. There are definitely things to avoid during a Minnesota winter, like licking a flagpole or waiting too long to replace that car battery. But number one on the list is taking a chance on your furnace. Hey, Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, reminding you that a furnace clean and tune will improve efficiency, reliability, and peace of mind. Or maybe it's time to take advantage of Sabre's rebates and upgrade to an energy-efficient Bryant system. Don't take chances on your comfort. Visit SabreHeating.com. Sabre and Bryant. Whatever it takes. Have you ever seen a squawk stairs? Well, look at mine. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. We have a 40% chance of something. What? At noon. What are you talking about? Something. Rain, I guess. <laughs> oh. I, can't, I couldn't tell danger. if that was snow showers or rain or what. Let's see what my thing says. Yeah, what does yours say? But mine then says it says rain. chance of rain 10%. So. Yeah, mine doesn't show any rain at all. Mine shows zero rain. Any Dinah? I think you made it well, up. I mean, you made it if up. There's literally no that? rain in Minneapolis, then there's probably no rain in Dinah either. There you go. All right. It just so says, it's wrong. Yeah, just. I think that's like sprinkles or mist or something. Mist. Something. It's a mist sign. It's a mist sign. The From the Babylon mist. Bee, ladies and gentlemen, now this is very important. So if you want to do well in college, you need to listen to the Babylon Bee <laughs> because the quote is, college student aces final by just answering racism to every question. There you go. <laughs> that is yeah. probably very true. Probably very true. Ron Paul disguises Federal Reserve as a Nike store and hopes rioters will burn it down. <laughs> They've been on fire lately. Yeah, they have. Oh, Babylon Bee's been great lately. Judge asked jurors to disregard Maxine Waters as she pours gasoline on their heads. <laughs> don't acknowledge her. Look don't away. Look away when she's pouring gasoline Just on your head. Just agree with everything she says. Oh, God. 
In closing argument, prosecutor tearfully addresses each juror, juror by name, phone number, and street address. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, my God. Airlines offer free flights to Minneapolis for travelers who use code Antifa. <laughs> Babylon B people are nuts. False alarm, evil Nazi facility that murders and sells baby parts turns out to be just Planned Parenthood. Whoa! Oh, that's a little... Well, they did do that, didn't they? They were selling baby parts. I think Joe Biden is working on a bill that it's going to be okay to sell baby parts. Selling baby parts. Aborted babies. Themselves. Yep. Probably still. I think they've been doing that like, already. Oh, they've been doing that for... They've been doing that. Yeah. Selling baby parts sounds like, here's this baby arm for you to... Have if you want it, ten dollars per. Yeah, like the that well, sounds different. Am I misremembering things? But is it? I think it's true, if I remember correctly, <clears throat> that the woman who started Planned Parenthood did it to wipe out the black race. Well, I, I think that's a little bit of an exaggeration. Don't you think it is? No idea. You think yes. it's an exaggeration? Oh yes, I think so. I don't know because they. I remember they brought it I up don't quite often. I have so, no clue. Aborting as many black babies as she could. A zillion years ago, isn't it? Planned Parenthood has been around since I don't the know. 60s. Quite a while. Since the 60s. Yeah, probably. A since zillion? Yeah. Okay. Wow. A, a zillion. Time. No question about it. Uh, it doesn't look like there's any decision yet. I just went to okay. the national Planned news, and I don't see anything about the trial. It was founded in 1916. So Planned okay. Parenthood? A zillion years ago. So that's, like that's, that's more like a zillion right. than the 60s. <laughs> yeah. 104 <laughs> years is quite a bit more. So yeah. It probably is true that she did find it. Well, that was one of the reasons. We I wouldn't doubt it. have Lammers on the phone. Lama Lama Ding Dong? Yes. Him. Yeah, baby. What's up, hey, Pally? Sorry, I'm, I'm late. I, I, uh, we were getting a new dryer installed, and they showed up early. No, that's fine. We got no I problem. Just, I just bid adieu to them just so when Andy tried to call me. <clears throat> Did yours there. croak? So, yes, it croaked. It, yeah. it was smoking. And that's oh, not good. Ooh, oh God. Yes. that's a serious croak. <laughs> not good. <laughs> well, you know, it's one of these deals <laughs> where uh, my youngest son uh, is in rugby, and we were on to his game a couple of weeks ago. And I thought, well, you know what? Maybe I should throw a load in the dryer before I leave. And I thought, is that ever a good idea when nobody's home? Ooh. I always do it. I didn't. I always do if that. If you would have had three oh, dead dogs and two dead cats, I'm afraid, if that were the case. Yeah, really? Right. Oh, my yeah. God. So thank God. I thank God we didn't do that. So, But, hey, I wanted to start it with some, some breaking news because I know Tom loves the actor. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. Breaking news, Tom. Breaking news. You got a sounder? You got a radio uh, sounder? Uh, uh, breaking news. <laughs> Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel is going to star in a movie version of the Mattel game, Rock'em Sock'em Robot. Oh, God, is what? that embarrassing. What? Oh, God. Rock'em Sock'em Robot? What is How it going to be? A movie of the game. Is it just going to be a real steal? Yeah, what? Well, you know, in the comments, oh. Andy, that's exactly what people were saying. <laughs> well, yeah, that's uh, what real steel is. Already with Hugh Jackman. Yeah, robots yeah. punching each other. That's the movie. What is that even? Alex was just trying out for the team. Yeah. He was throwing some punches. So it's going to be a stupid movie. Yes. For well, what else is adolescent boys? He's got he's to figure something out after Fast and Furious Nine. Yeah, oh, God. That's true. Well, yeah, what, what, what's he going to do? I, Retire with his billions? 
Can't do that. How long will he get away with winking? How old? Uh, how old of a man uh, can you be before it's creepy? With, with that voice. <laughs> well, I think once you get old enough, it becomes like you know Santa Claus winking at you. Oh. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Nice, old, nice old man. Right. So nice old man. He is the winker, isn't he? I don't know I what you're talking about. Doesn't, no, doesn't Vin Diesel to be wink? Honest. There's some actor like that that so. winks. The Rock does his eyebrow thing. Yeah, no. that's true. Yes. Who am yes. I thinking that of? might be what you're thinking of. No idea. No, I'm, there's somebody that winks that does like those action, I'm a what? bad man. Is it B-movie Bruce Willis? He's, no, he's, I'm not a winker. B-movie Bruce now. Uh, I can no see his idea. face. He's foreign. He's got That's an accent. Not Vin Diesel. And he winks. What kind of accent? Maybe Austrian. Van Damme. That's Aus- it. Doesn't he oh, wink? Oh, yeah. Does Sorry, he wink? I got the wrong he might wink. guy. The Does question he? is, and I don't want to piss him Von off because I'm sure he could one kick and I'm down, but... <laughs> When was the last time John Claude Van Damme was actually in a movie? I was going to say, isn't he like no. eighty now? Yeah, no, he's not eighty. He is sixty. Is he really? Which for a guy whose I'm entire sure he can still kick some ass. Well, I'm sure, <laughs> but for a guy whose entire <laughs> life is physical fitness, you know, at some point it kind of wanes. Can't well, really do a whole Bruce lot about Willis that. milked it for a long time, and yeah. Well, but now Bruce Willis is doing movies about, like, he's doing movies that are like, I may be old, but I can still shoot people. Oh, my God, those movies look bad. Oh, I I remember what I was going to ask you about. Um, uh, Robert De Niro. No, Robert, yeah, Robert De Niro. His divorce, his wife was, he said he couldn't keep her in Stella McCartney. He has to pay her a million dollars a year. Uh, Five million a year, I think it is. How much oh. does he have? I'm sure he has a lot more than that. Um, oh, it's just well, short of five million. It's four and a half million. Weren't they a only year. married for a very short He is worth five hundred million dollars. Oh, so what's he bitching so he'll about? He'll be all right. Yeah, he's he got like he, he hasn't paid his taxes. You know? Did you know that? Well, I know he has like four houses and flies private all the time, so right. he can't be suffering too well, badly. Well, global warming. What's he doing flying private? Mm. All these guys. I tell what you, you what. A telling sign is, yes, you will see him and stuff like the Irishman once yeah, in a while. Yep. But the telling sign that this guy is probably not as well-to-do as you think he is is because when Bad, Bad Grandpa 2 comes along uh, and stuff like that, yeah. he's right in there Although the this, easy paycheck. What, here's one of the most out-of-touch things I've ever read. So the lawyers, Robert De Niro's lawyers, were talking about the financial hit he's taken. They said he'll be lucky if he makes seven million dollars this year. Oh, well, that's too bad. How terrible! Well, after seven taxes, million. it's only three point five million, and wow. a guy's got to. I don't know how you those houses. How do you even live on three million dollars a year? Um, then they said something. There was something in the article that he got millions of dollars in COVID relief money. Oh yeah, yep. How? Because he has a restaurant, and yeah, oh, he got millions of dollars. Yep. Yeah, all his businesses. Yep. Unbelievable. Well, I mean, if the businesses are failing, then they get money. That's well, we fair. We got two dollars and fifty cents. He should take the hit because he's a multi, multi, multi millionaire. But still. Then also, what, what, what was the other surprising thing? Oh, that he only got five million dollars for the Irishman. Yeah, he's only five. Well, for a guy like you know who's been around for that long, it, I don't know. I thought that. that- 
I mean, you hear people making that 20, 30 true. million a picture. Five million seems kind of low, doesn't it? It does. Now, it, it does. But, you know, here's the thing, and I need to address this. And it, it does relate to the Irishman and Netflix, but it also relates to the budget that was released for the new Lord of the Rings series for Amazon. You know, the, the, you can, I think the Irishman, I don't know how much it was for them, but it was a very high budget picture because they got Martin Scorsese to do it. And then you got Pesci and De Niro and, and all the other folks, Keitel and, and all them. But um, so at what point do you see the subscription rates going up so they can court these big shots? Yeah. And how much is, at what point is Amazon Prime going to go up when you pay, or when you shell out, I'm not yeah. kidding you about this. One season, $465 million oh, I know. for the Lord of the Rings series. Holy yep. jeez. At what point are we going to start seeing our prime thing go up just because of one series? And how long can they sustain this sort of thing? Because you got to believe at some point people are going to say, is $20 for Netflix a month really worth it? Is $20 for this really worth it? Because, you know, yeah. it's just like cable. You know, that, that, that those costs, because you want the premium channels, they go up and up and up and up. At some point, people are going to get sick of it. Yeah, well, I think I think what they should all do personally is like is channel it or funnel it or whatever all through some place like Vudu or Hulu, and you just pay a la carte for whatever shows you want. Mm. That's you know, true. because then every, then you don't have to have fifteen different subscription services. You can just buy what you want, and people will buy they, those shows if they want to watch them. The reason they do that is because, or they don't do that is because having your own streaming service that you have absolute control over is more lucrative than cooperation. But like Tim yeah. said, at some point people are going to say I can't, I'm not going to pay It'll out. It'll happen eventually, yeah, sure, but exactly. it's going to be it's 5 10 years out. I don't know. Well, what Roku does that I think is great is once in a while they will offer a free program from one of the subscription services that you can actually watch for free through Roku. Mm -hmm. The other thing about Roku is, um, you know, you wonder what happened to Quibi. Well, Roku bought up all those programs from mm. Quibi. Oh, oh, they did. And so you're going to start seeing those uh, appear. And then you have to, again, ask at some point, how much time before Roku says, okay, we're going to start charging you $5 a month. You know, because obviously yeah, that's yeah. a great, um, I, what would you consider it? I mean, it's not an app. I mean, obviously you have the stick that you put in like the Amazon Fire Stick or whatever. Um, and it's a great place where you can pull in all your favorite, um, all your favorite uh, streaming oh, it's like apps. A, it's like a streaming consolidation or something. I don't know yeah, what it's something actually like called. That. Yeah, it's great. I but love Roku. I think Roku. they actually do. Yeah, I do too. And you know, I think they actually do earn money from all these apps because I know there mm. was a big to do with HBO Max not being on there, and finally they negotiated it. Right? So it could be. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, they got to be making money. But again, now if they're going to get into the business of well, we we bought it. I'm sure they got it at bargain basement prices. All those all those Quibi things. Oh God, yeah, I'm sure. Where else? Where else are they gonna go? Mm -hmm. What was on Quibi? You know? I remember seeing it, but I don't short, think short, short little. They were like three or four minute videos or something, yeah. oh. like high production value, but short. So it's like you know, you get on the bus, you watch one. There you go. Okay. 
that was literally Quick designed bites. to be watched on your phone, like while you're at the dentist's, <clears throat> you know, waiting to be called or something like that. Okay. Uh, it's it was a good idea, yeah. but I think they they dumped way too much money into it to begin with, and they couldn't recover from that. Because they had like one point five billion. Yeah, oh. that's oh. that's a big startup cost. Because yeah, they were having like triple A movie stars come in and do shows for them. And, yeah, like, they were famous directors and famous writers. Yeah, it was too yeah. big to not fail. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you would get programs in. They said ten minutes or less, but it seemed like per day. It usually seemed like a new episode would be seven minutes or less. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, so exactly. the idea was to keep you coming back. Mm-hmm. And I think also, too, the idea was this is an on-the-go sort of thing. So if you're on the light rail or the bus or whatever, yep. you can pull this up and watch it. And then, of course, the pandemic happened, and nobody was riding a bus No one's on the go anymore, the yeah. Rail. Right, right. So, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, it, it, a confluence. It was a disaster. Everything happened mm-hmm. at the absolute uh, wrong time for Quibi. That's too bad. That's 1. a lot of money. Five billion dollars out. And the they window. sold it to Netflix for what? I wonder what Netflix bought it for. Uh, it was actually uh, Roku. I mean Roku. Uh, Roku. Sorry. Roku, bought Roku. It. Yeah, yeah. Which again, I mean, yeah, it's big. It's not Netflix big. No. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Where, and, and they haven't started yet, but the deal was done a, a couple, three, four months ago. I'm sure, if, you know, Andy, if you could look it up to see what the plans are. I, I don't have access to a computer right at the moment. But, yeah, I, I, it's amazing that, well, again, they, why would they do it unless they got it for really cheap? They got they it for it. less than $100 million. Oh, my God. They took a $1.4 billion hit. Yeah, you sure did. A bank took a $1.4 million hit. Yeah, that's too bad. Ouch. We had those guys on the show when they launched, too. We did. We absolutely did. uh, Katzenberg? Katzenberg, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we had them on the phone talking about Quibi, and we were, yeah, like, uh, hey, go watch Quibi, and then it did not end well. Yeah, $1.4 billion. I mean, what is it, six months? It did not last very long. I I love shorts too. I mean, I just like you know, a lot of times they're just there was there was like that was like HBO had a little bit of that for a while. They were um, they were like YouTube series, and then all of a sudden they were on HBO or something. Remember there there was one Lisa Kudrow was in one those little shorts. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Oh yeah, that was a that was good. They had little short things every week. Yeah. Uh, Quibi w- lasted from April to December, but it launched April 2020, which is like the worst possible time it could have launched. Yes, well, I'm surprised yeah, it couldn't I have think just they delayed shut down it. December one, wow, mm-hmm. December one, I think a six month yeah. deal. But yeah, I mean, look, look, basically they took the formula of a, a, a sitcom where you have the you know on average they last 21, 22 minutes, and mm-hmm. then you got the commercials. So yeah, they basically took that model and broke it up into three parts right. for you know new episode Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday every week for ten weeks or whatever. And I like some of the shows on there. Fifty States of Fright, of course. Um, yeah, that's mm-hmm. our, our the local Minnesota guys. Friends. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and um, so I look forward to seeing their episode, which was a Great Cloud Island on on yeah. a bigger oh, yeah, screen. Right. Yeah, we had them on too. Uh, we phone. did. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I have yeah. a question so for great you. Guys. So are you and I, mm-hmm. you and me, are we picking up the tab here? 
because that company is going to file bankruptcy, which means you you sure. and I are going to end up paying the bill. Well, someone in California probably is, because I'm guessing that's where it was launched out of. Yep, California. Well, uh, what is it in Hollywood? Never invest your own money? Yeah, no, that makes yeah, sense. never do. Yes, that would make sense across the board, actually. Because people are greedy and pigs. And once in a while you will see somebody, but it is very, very rare that an actor or director will invest their own money in a project. Oh, God. Yeah, Brad no. Pitt does it, I know. Unless he just gives it his name. Uh, Duval did, too, for The Apostle. Robert right, Duval right. And, uh, well, Mel Gibson for The Passion of the Christ. Yep. He did, so absolutely. It does happen, but not that often. I mean, that's just three examples we named on in you know on one you can name right. examples on one hand. Right. That's mm-hmm. it. Is is Gibson doing another Passion of the Christ thing? It keeps showing up on television. Yeah. I know that. I or, don't know. or is it just because it was Easter, and so it was popping up? Probably. You know, I've yeah. heard about things for years about that. How long has it been? Has it been ten years since that movie came oh, out? Yeah, probably. Which movie? Passion, Passion of, the of, the Christ. of the Christ. Oh God, it's been well over Jim ten Caviezel. years. I think. I think Jim Caviezel. Uh, yeah, played it has Jesus. been seventeen years. What? Oh my God, I can't take it. Anymore. Yep, Tim, I can't take. I was going to say ten years. There's... I can't take it. Yep. Yeah, I remember when that guy came on fifty years ago? Uh, I was like, Jesus. People had yeah. a. F- about that movie. Yeah, they did. Just an absolute I was 18 fit. years old when that movie came out. And I well, didn't... Well, that, that... I'm sorry, go ahead, Andy. Well, I was just going to say I didn't know any better because I was still not paying any attention to what people said back then. They Blissfully should... ignorant. That resulted yes. in my, my all-time favorite bit of correspondence from uh, a reader, I guess, at the time... Um, I, I wrote a, I didn't review the film. Somebody else reviewed the film, but I did like a commentary on how people were bringing their little kids to see the movie. Oh, you shouldn't do that. Oh. Brutal, yeah. brutal movie. And I yeah. said, you know, there are different ways to teach your children about the crucifixion, et cetera, et cetera. I wasn't saying, I wasn't ripping the movie. I was just basically saying, look, folks, find another way. And t- yeah, that'll scar a kid for sure. You know, I got And then I you. got a, an email. An email, five words. Satan has swallowed your soul. Oh. Well, of course he has. You can't prove he hasn't. Tim, you can't prove he hasn't, you liar. We got time for one quick call for Tim, uh, I think. It's uh, Craig on the phone. Craig. Craig, you're not going to tell me that Satan has swallowed my soul. (laughs) Again. No, no, Tim. No, we cannot hear him at all. Yeah, you're... Yeah, he's going to... He's in an echo chamber. Your uh, speaker all. mode is not working very well, Craig. Oh, can you hear me now? No. No. Is it better? Not really. Call us back in the next back. segment. There you go. Well, next segment, well, Tim's not going to be on Tim. anymore. That's all right. I can answer for Tim. <laughs> yeah, F you, Craig. There, that's what Tim would say. Right, Tim? No. We lost Tim, too. Yeah, yeah oh, no, there if you want to go with that, Craig, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, so yeah, I, I don't know. He's. He, I, I'm thinking he might ask me about Mortal Kombat, which I will actually preview tomorrow uh, in advance of the queue on Thursday. Okay. Uh, but if he's, I'm wondering if I've seen it. The answer is no. I have not seen it. Was that the question, Craig? So, <laughs> I am I on the phone? Much better. Oh, now you're oh, much, much better. better. Oh, yes. Much better. That was a terrible connection. 
Hi, I'm sorry. I'm I'm done with technology. Uh, Tim, <laughs> Tim, yes. you you review you review movies, so you're already in hell. <laughs> <laughs> kind of true. Well, yes. believe me, there are times there are times <laughs> oh. where I'm watching Willy's Wonderland with Nicholas Cage, oh, where I, I feel that exact thing. Willy's yeah, Wonderland. Tim, yeah. Willy's Wonderland was a masterpiece. <laughs> First of all. <laughs> Okay, Craig. It was a fantastic movie. Hey, Craig, I have a question. Uh, have, you, okay. have you been sneaking back and forth across the border down there in Texas? You know what? I was gonna. I do have a story, if you have time. Absolutely, we have time. Well, Dad, Timmy, what time do you have to be off? Well, I mean, I, I can hang on as long as you want. I know you got Kristen coming up, too. So you know, Oh, whatever. that's true. Yeah, Kristen. She expects our call at 12.15, so we got a little bit. Okay, I can hang on until then. All right, so too, back though. to Craig and the story. What? We do have to take a break too, though. Yeah, two minutes. We'll we'll take we'll, we'll be off in four minutes. Yep, that'll, that'll work. That'll work. All right, sorry. Go I'll, ahead. I'll just I'll just I'll just make this quick. And so Progreso, which is uh, a Mexican town, which is about I would say like forty five minutes from me. Great soup. You know, Captain Nor- Captain Norwegian Captain Norwegian Mexicano me, and yes. so uh, they opened up they opened up the borders, and. With Governor Abbott's no mask mandate and stuff like that, is that nobody's wearing masks or anything like around Progresso. So, so me and the lady, so me and the lady, cross the border, and I'm and and the thing is, is, is that uh, I'm wearing the mask, you know, doing my part, and, and but we we're we we're at this bar, and and so the thing is, is that uh, they're just so happy to see Americans, and they've set up a, a wall around the town to keep the immigrants out uh, from Central America. So, first of all, I, if you go to Progresso, is that you see this big you see this big wooden fence with barbed wire. It surrounds the town and also the, the winter Texan area. And there's there's people, there's, there's armed federales with AKs wow. and, and assault rifles, and they're, they're keeping the immigrants out. So, uh, so the thing is that all the immigrants are going around this town and and going across the border, which is absolutely disaster down here. And I wish I, if you want, I can call in later at a different date and tell you all my immigrant stories since the last thirty days. I um, we're gonna have to get so, the news from you because the local news of the United States news doesn't cover things like no. towns in Mexico no, are putting a, walls it's, around. It's it's a don't don't be fooled by the media. It's a disaster down here. That's what I've there heard. There are so many FEMA. There are so many FEMA. If I were to travel thirty minutes south of where I am right now, I would. There is nothing but FEMA uh, camps, ever, down uh, down by the border. Nothing but FEMA camps. Oh, God. And so, they were just so happy to see me. They're like, oh, you know, American, American. We're so happy to see you. And so. I, I don't drink a lot of tequila, so I I gave him a five and I said so it's like hey you know give me a shot of tequila and a and a margarita he goes senior he goes senior for five bucks I'll give you the whole bottle whoa <laughs> and, so, and so he pours so he pours a shot out for me he just hands me the bottle he goes go ahead go ahead so hmm. so, so I'm drinking tequila walking around for Gresso and I thought to myself God bless. God bless Mexico. Yeah, <laughs> God bless Mexico. But, I like it. Well, are they, but, are, so when you go into the town, do they have like a gate? What are they, how serious are they well, about this? They are very serious. There's like millions and millions of dollars 
coming into this town because all the winter Texans, the, oh. they get on their buses, they they come to this port, and oh, yeah. and you can get everything from dentistry to Viagra to you know clothing and stuff like that. It's like it's it's a very active area. Okay, and so all right, we do have to bounce. Was, we got to go. Unfortunately, Craig, can you oh. call? Can you call back in later in the week? Yeah, name a date. I'd love to tell you all my stories. We want to hear your stories. When when would it be a good tag? Day? Well, tomorrow would probably be a good day. What do we got on the show, show tomorrow? Uh, we have Mike Hayes at eleven thirty-five. Okay, can you call in on the twelve o'clock Central hour tomorrow? Yeah, uh, just one quick thing for Tim. Okay, Tim Solano. Yes, yes, yes Tim. Nobody. I watched Nobody. Yes, I saw. I thought it was an amazing film, and it was un- I, that movie was absolutely amazing, and I, I was really impressed with Christopher Lloyd and, and Michael Ironside. <laughs> yep, was in I that agree. Movie. I agree completely. I and loved then, it. And then one more thing is that uh, Keanu Reeves, when he found out about the amount of money that the visual artists were being paid for the Matrix and the Matrix Reloaded and Matrix Revolutions, he donated 75% of his salary to yes, pay... All those, all those CGI people, and Look so that. That is he technically did not well. That made the movie. I mean that that was he that had, was so groundbreaking. It's amazing how little those people were paid. Yeah, they were they they were paid slave labor, uh, basically slave wages. And Keanu took seventy five percent of his his gross uh, earnings from those three films and paid everybody uh, a three figure salary. That's phenomenal. Oh, that's you know what that he's a good guy. I mean, we need more people like him in Hollywood. Yep, that's really cool to hear. I'll I'll call at the noon. I I, I have so many stories to tell you. Sounds great, Craig <laughs> and Timmy. Thank you. Yes, yes, we will talk uh, Thursday about Mortal Kombat. We'll get it done. We'll talk to you later, man. All right, Bye. have a great week, everybody. You yeah. too. Bye. We'll be back, Kristen Burt, in the next hour.